Hey everyone, this is Steven. Welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. Um, so this past weekend, um, the last weekend of April, I think it will be now that this is released in forward time, um, time travel time, uh, we were, had the privilege of being a part of the Geekly Inc. 24-hour charity stream supporting the Trevor Project. And with that, we had a special guest, Tim Lanning, uh, who joined us on our show um, from the podcast formerly known as drunks and dragons now greetings adventures it was it was a huge privilege to be a part of this to help raise some money for the trevor project which um works towards um suicide depression and and mental health um and uh, and mental health work in the lgbtq plus community um working with um individuals that are 25 and under uh that are fighting those things and in this kind of crazy covid19 time um that's more important than ever with isolation and things like that, working to help people who just need some support. And so we got to be a part of that. Um, in our show notes today, you will be able to find the link to the donation page. If you would like to continue giving that link is actually going to stay open, uh, through the end of the year, I believe. Um, and in the 24 hour stream that we got to be a part of, um, they ended up passing, $13,000 raised. Um, so that's $13,000 going towards helping save people's lives and um, finding a little bit of hope. Uh, so if you have the means and time, please consider giving giving to this. Uh, it's, it's really important uh, to us as a, as a cast um, and to the lives of people who will be changed. Uh, so yeah, we will get you back to our regular programming as always, if you've been enjoying our show, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review. That's a huge deal um, to us. It helps us grow. We're a really small show that can help us be like maybe just a normal small show and grow from there. Uh, and we're also super proud to be part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Um, for more articles, other podcasts, uh, go to thefandamentals.com. Um, and you'll find a lot of great stuff there. Uh, so with that, uh, let's sit back and enjoy a little trip to the Fay Forge Academy. Tim, thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, you can, it's going to be weird because this is a geekly stream, but I'm going to introduce, have you introduce yourself like a guest because uh, <laughs> we're also recording. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so joining us today is Tim Lanning. So why don't you... Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay. And Tim, I'm going to let you introduce your character once we're in the game. Welcome, travelers, to the world of Avastria, an old world filled with mystery and knowledge, where once a war between mortals and the divine sundered magic from this world. In the time of lore... Eons ago, there was a great and terrible arcanist, Malvaris the Worldbreaker, whose connection was so strong to the magic of the world that he shaped the world to his will. He created undeath, shaped mountain ranges with his words, and unbalanced the natural order of the world. It took a union of the gods, both celestial and fey, to stop him, but the world and magic was all but destroyed. But over time, it seems there were seeds of magic planted, one in particular grew in the northern continent of Relhan 
where the veil between the Feywilds and Material Plane were the thinnest. The seat of magic grew in the ruins of a castle, left abandoned after the Great War. The seed grew into a tree, and the tree sang a song, and magic began to regrow. Ilvalhallen, the singing tree, is the center point of what has become the Feyforge Academy, a school dedicated to unlocking the secrets of the time of lore, to regain a connection to magic that once was lost. Join us as we follow our five students who have a special connection to the tree, who can hear the song in the deepest recesses of their souls, and who seem destined to reshape the world. So Turnip, you sit at the edge of the water, watching Imelda, her old, frail body, her long gray hair, her bright blue eyes, hunched over, her eyes pulsing with magic, as her hand swirls and the water flows, floating through the air. She peers into it, though to you there's nothing to see, it's just floating water. Her hand drops <laughs> as does the water, and she pulls out a small trinket, a rock with three stars, with leather wrapped around it. Uh, she hands it to you. She says... When it's time for them to go, take them to the Grove of Stars, to the ruins of Valhaldrien. If they truly are chosen by Ilvalhallen, they will need this and they will be okay. If they aren't... But... Oh, go ahead. That's not the fastest way out, is it? Oh, <laughs> no, it is not the fastest way, but fast and right aren't always the same. <laughs> you say that, I guess. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, because if they are chosen, it will be right. If they aren't, well, leave them there. Okay. I'm, I won't be in any danger, though, will I? Uh, no, she she pulls out um, just a small... It, it doesn't look like much. It's like a two-inch by two-inch little square cloth um, that has some, some runes on it um, and, and smells kind of like rosemary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she gives this to you, and she says, uh, If you are ever in danger, place this on your head, uh, and you will come home. Oh, radical. But you know there's darkness there. So be safe. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been there before, and I felt like I was. We always avoided it, but if you want me to do this, and if you think these, whatever they are, are are able to uh, protect us and protect me and are strong enough, then I will do this. I will do this for you. I can do this. Yeah, you can. You are very capable. Um, Thank you. If there is a song, um, put that stone in the place where the stars are missing. If there's a song, put the stone where the stars are missing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Now, why don't you run along and get them, uh, get them some breakfast? <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I wonder what they even like. <laughs> you are awoken by the sounds of cooking and rummaging around in Imelda's small hut in the middle of the Feywilds. Uh, as you wake up, uh, Tim, why don't you describe who they see cooking? 
Okay. Uh, there is um, a uh, what looks to be like a 16-year-old boy uh, dressed in garish clothes. I'm thinking, uh, I don't want to be too outlandish, but three puka shell necklaces uh, around his neck. Um, he looked vaguely human or humanoid, I guess, but uh, he has a kind of... Um, different er, ears in, you, and if you know half elves it doesn't look like that it just sort of looks like um, maybe a Salvador Dali interpretation of ears as they're kind of just sort of uh, <laughs> melting down their way what to say uh, a little bit drippy yeah yeah uh, he has uh, pretty garish clothes on um, and like uh, kind of like bright uh, checkered pants and um, uh, bright green sort of like vest with uh, like a cape that doesn't go all the way down and uh, he probably has uh, a long ponytail that goes like to the middle of his back but it does that cool thing where one of the ponytail braids is a different color um, and yeah that's that's more or less what he looks like and he kind of has like bits and bobbles of like he has like this like weird bag on his back and like various dried herbs and things like that uh, on his person hmm. Um, so you see, you see him, and you also see Imelda, the the Fey woman, who has has kind of been guiding you a little bit. Uh, she is sitting at a fire. Uh, she's holding a just what looks like a cup of tea, um, and she's just she's peering very intently into kind of some smoke that's rising up. Um, her eyes, which you had seen her do once before, her eyes have gone from just like the icy blue irises to her whole eyes are are blue. Uh, and as as you wake, you're this is the sight you're greeted with. <laughs> oh, Besky, you didn't have to get up that early. Well, it does smell good though. <laughs> it wasn't me. I I didn't cook this morning. At least not yet. What? Uh, this uh, rather also very flamboyantly dressed, but not quite as garish as our uh, our, our, our newfound companion, uh, dwarf long black beard and someone kind of walks over to you and says what what are you cooking there what's what is that oh hi uh don't touch it uh i don't think you'd understand it's a little this little <laughs> that I, I i i don't always know the ingredients but um Yvelda gives me a, a little bit of this and that uh it's primarily mushrooms well can, right. can you eat it oh it's delicious here take take a little sip take a sippy I, I do. I take a sippy. This is delicious. Uh, it, yeah, it tastes, you know, uh, kind of like a miso umami type thing with uh, what kind of feels like the texture of differently uh, diced uh, uh, mushrooms. Even if you don't like mushrooms, I think they're cooked in such a way uh, with uh, odd fey, wi- fey wild spices and fey wild uh, herbs mm. get mixed up in there. Mm. Like, yes, I'm a very talented cook, and uh, being blessed as I am, eternal youth, I get like to practice them with new friends I meet. Oh, this has got a, wait, a wait, great back mouth up. feel it, to it. Uh, Besky, you should try some of this. Eternal youth? Yeah, back up. What, what, yeah. what, what recipe did you? What mushrooms? No. Do you have any more? That's a more important <laughs> question. Thank you. Uh, and he kind of like <laughs> opens up his cupboard as you're trying to ask him how he has eternal youth. But he's like, it's like, oh, it's this mushroom, this mushroom. This one only grows under the foot of a dead troll. Can I take some and maybe grow some back? At- this flavor is really great. I've never had anything like it. I we slowly sit- spit out a little bit underneath <laughs> the, uh, after the foot reference. Just a little, little spill back into the cup. 
Oh, sure, I'll gladly give you, but I'd much rather trade. Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, I have, um, spices from Nairin from my favorite chef, Raj. Do you want any? <gasps> oh, I, I would love that. Here, take as much as you'd like. Oh, thanks. Uh, and I will, I'll trade, like, half of what I have of Raj's spices to whatever he has. Hell yeah. It's kind of like doing the common cooking courtesy of between chefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I don't um, want to. I know. I'm sure you have a huge lore bible of all the mushrooms, spices, and things like that. But there will be. Um, yeah, this is like a you know, it's it's like a, a spicy mushroom, um, and like a, a weirdly sweet mushroom. That like I don't know how this happens, but we love mushrooms here. Thanks. Sorry, friend. I didn't uh, I didn't uh, catch your name there. Uh, this is really oh, good. It's it's turnip. My name's turnip. Turnip. Thanks for making us breakfast. As I. As the cause, the dwarf seems to take a, a bowlful and uh, kind of plunk himself down on the fire, or uh, near the fire, bio is melted. <laughs> um, and I'm going to ask particularly our two two quieter friends right now, um, Sepia and, and Ashrin, why don't you kind of take turns describing what you're doing as you wake up and kind of watch all this unfold, this high, high energy waking up. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sepia... Um is even even having slept here all night is still somewhat damp with kind of like silt and pond water that's just clinging into all the crevices of her skin. Um, and this is just a lot of energy right now. So she's kind of staying on the edge. Uh, and as the mushrooms are being discussed, she slowly like creeps over towards the cupboards and kind of looks at them as everyone moves away from the cupboards and starts uh, swapping spices. And then she quietly creeps over there and starts looking uh, at the exchanges happening. It's just trying to take everything in without... Uh, getting in the way. Awesome. And Ashrin? Um, Ashrin is more interested in, like, seeing the Feywild than the actual food that's happening. Um, she's gonna go outside and kind of let herself feel the surrounding of what's around her. Um, you know, she's gonna... She's Elderin, but she's never been in the Feywild. So... She has this, like, calling that's coming to her, and she reaches down, and she probably touches some of the grass and feels, like, a warmth go through her body. And as that happens, kind of, like, this, like, glittering effect kind of happens on her skin, kind of like if butterflies were flapping their wings on her skin. And her skin kind of turns from the ashen color to um, a little bit more lively, and her, like, black freckles turn tan, and her hair starts to turn like a golden red color. Um, and she's, for the first time in her life, she's doing that Eldrin transformation that she's never done at night to kind of signify a, a different feeling or a different season. Um, nice. As that happens, um, the rest of you, as you're kind of watching Turnip make his dinner and, and, and conversing, uh, Imelda, Imelda stands up and follows you out. Um, and kind of as you reach down, she... She says, you, you feel home, don't you? Yeah, it's a feeling I don't think I've ever felt before. It's, it's good. It's, um, not, not safe here or anything, but it's good. There's power here that just, that flows in your veins. There's more than just the tree. I think there's a calling for you in this forest. I hope you find it. I do too. Uh, and she lets you. She lets you just enjoy the serene, kind of peaceful, um, 
scene, which um, it still looks like a perpetual sunset, even though you've, you're you're up in the morning. The sky is blue and like um, there's blue, like deep blue in the middle, and then like where the clouds are, where the sun seems to be setting, um, is is pink and teal. Um, the trees are covered with all these different different colors. You even see some of them seem to be moving. Um, and it just, everything feels alive. In the distance, you see some sprites flying around. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and as you, as you take that in, uh, she calls, calls you from, from in and says, um, I need, I need a word with all, all of you, uh, including you, Turnip. Yes. Uh, so she, she gathers, gathers you around and she takes out five little sticks uh, and gives it to each of the, each of the students, um, and says, this is, these are branches from Ilval Hallen. Um, and as she hands them to, to the five of you, uh, you see there's some strange, strange inscriptions on them. Um, you see the, the color of the tree, still that, that green and pink intermixed with the natural wood is still there. Um, and as you, as you grab them, it, it almost feels like it comes, comes alive in your hands. Um, and she says, uh, this might help you in a, in a tight, tight spot um the road you walk is dangerous um whatever's happening back on that academy for whatever reason that tree chose you as its herald i suppose um you have trouble coming uh and mechanically what that will allow you to do is it's it's a one-time use this little branches um you can cast a spell that you currently know um at third level even though you currently do not have third level spells um, mm. So, um, the wizard is happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Imelda looks at you all and says, "I, I wish, um, I wish I could let you stay longer, um, but I believe you have business back at the academy. There are things that cannot be finished that must be done uh, there. Uh, so Turnip is going to be your guide out of the Feywilds. Uh, yep, he knows where he's going." Um, and uh, I, I hope you are safe. I do venture into your plane. Every once in a while, I will do my best to keep my eye out on you. Um, but find perseverance. He may need your help. More than you need his. What? Uh, and Turnips, just so you know, you would actually know this individual. <laughs> um, professor Perseverance is a professor at the Fayforge Academy. <laughs> He is a—he's a tiefling that has been working with Emelda to help protect um, okay. the singing tree. Uh, As we're beginning to part ways here, uh, Cos will will bow deeply to her, but but it seems like she has something else that she's going to say. Oh, she was just going to say, uh, "It's been a privilege knowing you all. Um, be safe." And, uh, and a privilege knowing you too, ladies, Melda. You've taught us much today, and there's definitely a song in all of this—a sad song. Low, slow beat, sad song, yes. Hmm. Thank you. Okay, thanks. We appreciate it. Listen as you go. Uh, and, and as she steps away, she just, she just kind of apparates, for lack of a better, better <laughs> word, and, uh, and leaves you there. Her hut's still there. Um, Whoa. In, in the wilds with, with your new friend Turnip. Yeah, she does that. Oh, okay. So, so Turnip, you're a... Cook, a guide, yeah. well, mushroom yeah. connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 
Any other talents? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm good at a lot of stuff. Let's see, I can, uh, and he goes, jumps in a bush and just kind of crouches down and you can probably still see him, but he's like, I'm very stealthy. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. You got it. I just kind of lean over the bush and, and, and look down. <laughs> just look. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's, well. that, that's kind of scary if we're following you and you're that stealthy. We'll, we'll never be seen. Right, exactly. Well, don't lose me. I'll, I'll, I try to stand out when I can. Um, all right, so I'm assuming you you all start kind of heading in in a direction following uh, following turn. We go safely and surely through the woods. Yeah, it's with it's, no complications. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, he probably he like leads you uh, at, like if you're like walking down a path. I mean, there's probably not like a ton of paths sometimes, but he'll just like take a hard right through one and it sort of seems like he's just getting distracted and but you're more or less are being led in a way that he it doesn't feel like he's lost in and not in a um make an insight way but like oh yeah let's go this way yeah uh, this is the way to go it's very, a very fake probably like picking up stuff and uh, sorry uh, michael what was your character's name again besky i'd probably like show besky besky besky, besky um yeah. s- some cool Feywild-based cooking stuff. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, thanks, Turnip. This is really cool. I, I, yeah. I need to. I need to venture out here more. Yeah. This um. This frog here. Uh, it, it, it's it's psychedelic. Oh, wait, so don't, wait, 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 wait. Don't lick uh, that. Maybe, maybe not the frog. Maybe not that one. What? What? I. I, I he's, I'm, he's special. What? What, what about the, the frog? frog? Like the, no, that's oh, hold on. That, that, that's frog. not just a frog. That's gum. Here, come here, gum. <laughs> I, I give I give gum back to Sepia. <laughs> you don't we don't want to be licking gum. I don't think so. Oh, right, Sepia, we don't want to lick gum. We don't we don't eat. Well, I don't think we eat frogs. So no, okay. No, no, we don't. It, it's a consensual. Uh, sometimes if he might let you lick him, I haven't asked, but it seems like a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a big. Oh, ask. that's fine. <laughs> yeah, just I met, would probably so. say no if one of you asked me that. I think <laughs> frogs are friends. Not food. Okay. <laughs> Not today, little guy. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so as you walk, um, I would like you all to make a perception check. Gotta roll with my dice. That's a big Ooh, old... Nat 20. Um, Take that nat 20. Hold on to it, because I got a 7. <laughs> An 11. Just average them. Okay. Um, so as you're going and, and walking along, holy, wow, really just knocking my books off. Um, <laughs> as, as you're walking, uh, Besky and Ashrin got, got nat 20s. Damn. Ooh. Correct. Nice. Nice. You see this, this pool of water. It's small, maybe six or eight feet across. Um, and, and as you approach it, there's something really special about it. It just kind of draws you in. In a non-dangerous way? Uh, in a, it draws <laughs> oh, whoa, you in whoa. sort of way. This is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, my, my, character, my character walks into the water. <laughs> yeah, as with all pawns, Sepia just starts casually wading into it. Um, oh, I get in there before with, as with does. any body of water he passes. So, Steven's grinning too much. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had to know this was going to happen. It'll be like, fine. Well, It'll be fine. You put a pawn near Sepia. Yeah. Um, 
I actually forgot about that when I put this in. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, Sepia, as you, as you get in, um, what's, you, what's Sepia's idealized self? Like... <laughs> Damn. Deep, deep question. Slimy and satisfying. Frog base. <laughs> is, is, is it remotely? Yeah, let's start there. Like, like physically, her idealized self. You can take or... that for whatever you you think it means. Uh, I think that Sepia really just cares about being happy, and for her, being happy is being like carefree. Having at least one friend would be great, maybe two would be a lot. Um, and being able to swim freely in the water, being able to dive, uh, like being able to have water breathing, I think. Uh, maybe some like webbed toes to help her swim more, more so, so you see that um, as you're in the water, um, as it continues to draw you in. Um, and I'm going to need you to make a, a DC 13 wisdom check. Save. Uh, save. Uh, so as as you're in there, um, you see this pond rippling, uh, and hands start to reach up and gra- and try to grab you. In like a friendly way, or <laughs> lovingly Overly grasping friendly. at you from the depths. <laughs> like that bad guy like in the club kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> Consensual way, but yeah. Like, try my perfume. <laughs> Do they have like talons? I don't. Um, in like you feel these watery hands, like it's actually the water. Okay. Um, taking form, wrapping around, squeezing on your your arms and legs, and trying to pull you under. Uh. Though, Steven, do I know anything about this spooky thing? <laughs> Slash, can I flex my guest powers and uh, help? Because you can't say no to a guest. That's, exactly. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You. It's in the TOS. You can't tell. So when you first walk up, it looks like a pond. There's ponds all over. It's kind of. A, there's, mm-hmm. there's lakes and ponds. Um, as you see these hands, uh, you know that this is a pond of reflection. It's this weird living fey body of water. Um, that attempts to draw people in and then drown them and eat them. Okay, cool. So um, I have a, a, I'm playing a, a custom class by Sam Grierson called Cook. Uh, <laughs> and I have something called Smelling Salts. So I probably like, uh, as I'm distractedly dis- describing some sort of cool tree or something, uh, I just kind of stop and look over and then sprint over to the uh, pond and then... R- go into like the, the satchel I have and pull out this this clump of stuff. It looks like maybe a mix of seaweed and chewed up um, uh, uh, pizza dough. And I push it underneath the water and even though it's underwater, I kind of like shake it in front of your nose and it's still pungent enough that like it, it can end a condition of charmed or frightened. And this feels like charm to me and I'm a guest, sure. so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so while, while it wasn't able to fully get you underwater as you passed your wisdom save and, 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 you, and you resisted it, at least initially, um, as you take sure. a bite of this clump of food... Um, oh, it's, it's just a, a sniffy thing. It's oh, it's a, a sniffy thing. Okay. As, <laughs> as you get a whiff... it up and it's like... <laughs> you're probably the only one who really <laughs> likes this smell. Um, yeah, it smells uh, great. And you, together, you two are able to, to kind of push off these, 
these weird watery hands that pull you back and, and, and pull pull back. Um, though I will need turnip as you get close to this pond, and I'm going to need cause oh, crap. also to make a, a wisdom save. Okay, I'll take that. I got a nine. Oh. Nope. Uh, uh, seventeen. Okay. I got a nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So, so you both, as you as you kind of a, approached, uh, cause right behind Sepia. Kind of take my boots off, put my feet in the water, and turn up, turn up, recognizing what's actually happening. Um, you're able to be like, nope, nope, I don't want any any part of you, pond. Um, <laughs> and cause you watch all this, and it kind of breaks your concentration as you both begin <laughs> to see these images Whoa. of your idealized selves. Um, like a number reflected in the water. Yeah. Huh. That's spooky. That's um, cool. And you're able to kind of... I fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that dashing dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> I failed my check on purpose to stay. And what, and what anime hair he has. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you, you are all able to, to kind of step away from this... Um, the the walking away with a little bit of like okay, this whole place might be really dangerous. Um, yeah, you guys need to be a little more careful. <laughs> I mean, it seemed fine. It was it was like I mean I could I could breathe under the water. It, it didn't mm. hurt me. I, I think that I think I think the person in the water is. Um, I'll catch up. You guys go on without me. I'm gonna go. With this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you continue and leave cause behind in the forest. Uh, Ian, I'm gonna need Bye. you to roll a new character. Um, <laughs> I got a, I got a four. Is that a good character? <laughs> you, as you walk, um, turn up. This is not a surprise to you. Uh, the rest of mm-hmm. you, what you really notice is you watch the colors starting to fade from the Feywilds, um, but not like not not transitioning into like normal natural material plains trees. Um, like almost going grayscale. Um, everything's dulling in color. Um, the the sunset's even starting to leave into just darkness. Um, and uh, Turnip, you would know that you are getting very near to the Grove of Stars. Okay. Um, so I, I am not lost. That's good to know. No. Was that on purpose or on an accident? You're not lost. Yeah. That's the difference, right? If we if you get there on, if you get, end up getting there, who's to say? Yeah, we're getting close. You can, it's uh, the old Eladrin El- El- city is. Uh, how do you say that word? I don't know. Uh, is weird. I don't go there a lot, but uh, I to get to where we're going, we have to go there. Is it uh, um, is it unsafe? I mean, oh, more unsafe well, than, yeah, not, than right. So like. And he points down at your feet, like that's unsafe. But over where we're going it, it is much more dangerous. Uh, as he points, this Context log, is key. this log, like <laughs> gets up and crawls away. You see some teeth lining lining it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna double tap my staff, and I'm gonna cast light on my at the the top end of my staff with the little stars, mm-hmm. kind of glowing like fairy lantern lights or whatever mm-hmm. on the top of the staff. Because I can't see. I'm human. Yes, uh, I, I will also cast light on myself. Yeah. So now we got two glowy, two glowies, wandering around the dark forest. Um, and I, Ashrin, I would like you to make a um, an Arcana check 
or a religion check you can choose. Mm, uh, 14. A 14? Um, as you, as you walk, even though it's, there's this like kind of darkness, there's, there's a familiarity to it, um, that is kind of calling you in further and deeper. Is it something like I want to follow or is it just something that I'm recognizing like within myself? Probably a little bit of both. And it's like coming from the same direction. Like it's pulling us in the direction we're going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just going to go up with turn up then um, just because I want my eyes on what's coming up and <laughs> kind of lead the group in a little bit of excitement and a little bit of like apprehension of why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to need a perception check from turn up real quick. Okay. Cool. Or a nature check. Oh, uh, I don't know why I rerolled. Uh, I got a twenty-two. Okay. Nature. Um, Gas rolls. <laughs> yeah. Get it. I should rerolled until I got a nineteen. I don't want to crit because I'm cheating. No. <laughs> Self-inspiration. Um, so as you go, as as you're walking, and and Ashran walks up next to you, uh, and you see this darkness, it's it's uncomfortable even for you who live in the Feywilds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You. You hear the swirling um, that you recognize, like kind of wind rustling of leaves um, Mm -hmm. approaching you. Um, And you know that there are creatures um, that are not friendly that can basically become wind. um, And you suspect that it may be moving towards you. Gotcha. Uh, I I turn to all of you to... Uh, kind of give you a heads up, uh, but with your casting of light and us getting into darker area, you got, I kind of look glittery in a fun way, and uh, my hair sort of is glowing a little bit, more reflecting uh, maybe cat's eyes like uh, just kind of like a, a fun little, uh, well that's weird but you know, he's kind of infused with um, weird chaotic fey um, um, presence I guess you'd say it's like, uh, What kind of match? There's baddies approaching, so make sure you're ready. I unsheathed my ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) Dead serious. (laughs) The day that you just bash somebody in the head with it, you know, like I'm waiting. It'll happen. (laughs) You Um, can just like sense that there's there's baddies coming. Oh no, I hear them. Well, I guess it is sensing. I'm sorry, I was rude. Yes, I could do sense. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you know it's not good? Oh, well, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, I mean, uh, usually <laughs> when you go to this area, the the sound. I guess the sound. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've seen these creatures before or, or encountered them, but I usually try not to. So I guess I could be wrong. It could be something different. But I would rather be safer. I will cast mage armor on myself. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> And Just a little, little intimidated by the wilderness. I'm gonna okay. cast. Uh, I'm gonna do pass without a trace on the guru. Ooh, nice. And okay, appreciate. I'm going to pull out my new white leather uh, bound book with the golden accents on it um, with my staff. Okay. Um, so, are you exp- are you explaining to them what you're what you're doing, Kai or Ashrin? Uh. Yeah, I'll let them know 
I don't know, something when we got here, I felt like I had a little new magic. And just to let you guys know, we can be a little more sneaky. That means you get a plus 10 to your stealth chest if you want to hide. Hell yeah. Um, which I am going to have us do a group check um, if you want to. I am going to need our, our glowy celestials to roll with disadvantage, though you still get the plus 10. <laughs> so glow. Okay. Steven, uh, I mm. forgot to uh, say, if I would have figured that Curry got to the Fae Forge Academy to talk to my family, mm-hmm. I would have resummoned him in the morning. Okay. Is that something that I can do? Yes. Or redact? Or no? Yeah, okay. that's fine. Gotcha. Plus 10. Plus 10. <laughs> 17. Uh, oh, it was almost two 20s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was cocked. Uh, okay. That is going to be 12 plus. Do, 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 do. 22. 14. Yeah. It's 25. Okay. Oh, I had 27. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, so as a group, group, you're good. You watch Flex. as these two, like, almost, um, what's a very small tornado called? <laughs> um, like, wind flurries? Twist Whirlwind? 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 There it is. Um, Dust, Dust, Dust Devil. Yeah. Dust Perfect. Devil. Uh, kind of come floating towards you. And, uh, and they, oh, good! I'm right. <laughs> they <laughs> they turn from these these whirlwinds into these like five foot long blue weasel looking creatures. Are they cute? Um, <laughs> that was my first question. Are they adorable? They're they're cute if you think like narrowed eyes and fangs and really long claws are cute. Mm-hmm. They're That's cute. cute. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, they're Love cute. Um, Aww. <laughs> again, they're they're about five feet tall, so they're like they're bigger than than Code. Um, and probably turn up too, huh? They're bigger than me in real life, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a size reference. Um, and you see them kind of stop, and they're they're sniffing around, um, kind of looking searching for you. Are, are you all going to do anything or are you going to stay attempt to stay hidden? I'm going to grab my quarterstaff close to me just kind of readying it for a quick smack if it gets closer to the bushes that we're hiding in or wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Turn it. If, it. if it looks like it's caught us, I'm going to, I'll go for it. Okay. Throw a rock over that way, Turnip. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. You do it? I do it. I love to throw a rock. Okay. I'm never not going to throw a rock. Roll a deception check. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> not perfect. Uh, yeah, that's not very deceptive. Oh, I'm bad at deception. <laughs> that's the opposite of that. Uh, I got a, a 12, so... Well, would, is, there, is there a roll that you would prefer to make that would make sense? <laughs> dex? Slide of hand? Yeah, yeah you, can just straight, you can just do a straight dex. Perfect, I do that. Then, uh, uh, 15. Okay. Um, yeah, so as... As you kind of slowly reach down and pick, do you want to describe how you do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I slowly reach down, grab rock, and I just go, <laughs> I, and I kick it. <laughs> you manage to kick it <laughs> really <laughs> well. Um, yeah, it goes, kick it real good. And you watch as both of these these like blue weasel things swirl back into into like these whirlwind forms and take off um, away, and. It sounds like they continue moving in that direction away from you. Um, and you are currently safe for now. Um, 
you're from here. Do you know what those are and what they were doing? Yes, they are wind weasels. Hunting. Wind weasels. <laughs> <laughs> they're hungry. They're hungry. That makes sense. Uh, hunting? Hunting, yeah. Probably gonna try to eat us up. Can they can they track us or or are we good now? We're good now, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can okay. ro- well, well no, you roll a nature yeah. check. Wait, yeah. Uh uh turn up. I'd love to. <laughs> Uh, I'm only rolling tens, which is fun. We, so thirteen. Um, we. You would probably we can't be tracked. Ooh. Oh yeah. Because I, of the past without a trace, mm-hmm. unless it's by magical means. So if yeah. they're magical. Can I, yes. Can they track us by scent, or does it? No. Mm-mm. Hmm. Dope. Yeah. You would feel confident with so that information from Ashley. So at my school, Ashley. I kind of learned a little bit about these two, growing up, in my elder in school. So, you know, no, they can't. They can't track us. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's good to so. know. Uh, I slowly stepped away from Besky that I was like inching towards, like trying to defend, <laughs> like subtly. I love, I love that the wizard has this like defensive personality. Like, like <laughs> I'm gonna body up and get in between you and danger. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's her goal. She has to keep everybody safe, right? Mm-hmm. She's mom of the group. Yep. Um, yeah. And she's stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonably so. Um, we are also sneaky for an hour if mm-hmm. we want to um, try to get through here. Hell yeah. That's yeah. so, a good doc. So I'll say using that using that pass without a trace, you kind of can get to continue on onward. Um Though, as you get deeper in and it keeps getting darker and darker, there's almost like this weight weighing down on you. Um, and I need everyone to make a wisdom save. Uh, 15. You can't guide saves, right? No, that's resistance. Ability checks. Six. Six. 13. Six. Okay, DC's 10. Uh, Terrian. Dirty 20. Ooh. Oh, nice. Which Ooh. save is this again? Uh, wisdom. Sorry. Wisdom. Okay, 10, exact. Nice. Um, so I think I think that was just Ariadne, right? That didn't pass? Mm-hmm. Um, I die. It's fine. Yep. I just lay down and take <laughs> That's it. it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Uh, no, you, <laughs> you start turn into a mushroom. To see... <laughs> you start to st- see things um, that you think are moving in the shadows. Um, hearing things thinking that things are shifting um, and for the sake of now while you're in this kind of dark region um, you have disadvantage on all wisdom checks and initiative checks um, as everything around you just keeps catching your eye um, and I, I kind of imagine like given coming from the celestial place of like light and goodness you're just in this oppressive weird darkness do I notice uh, anything different with uh, Adriadne? Um, so, I think- close. <laughs> so close. So <laughs> close. I thought it was going purpose. <laughs> Ariadne. But you can make an insight check, I, I suppose, if you want. Or actually, Adelaide, why, why don't you just describe how Ariadne's, Adney's, if it would be very, if she would try to be concealing it and keeping it cool, or if she's just e- expressive, then, then you all can see. She, I mean, she's a pretty expressive person. Um, I'm going to say it's not, like, overly, like, shrieking and anything that moves, but it's definitely, like, a... 
(laughs) 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 Turning around, like, pointing my stick at something, but it's just, like, the wind. Just a little, clearly on edge. But, Mm -hmm. you know, whether something's, like, seriously wrong with her, I don't don't think that's probably detectable. I I don't know if it's going to be helpful, but kind of, like, I don't know if, like, as when you were a kid, if you notice, like, your parent... Or, like, parent figure kind of freaking out, like, you hold their hand to, like, reassure them. Besky's gonna do that if that's okay with Of Ariadne. course, of course. Um, for I'm pretty sure we just always hold hands, like, whenever we get to the parent. <laughs> that's like, true. buddy system! Yeah. We have to use the buddy system! For, for reference, everyone, Besky, Besky's, like, actually a kid. He's 13? Is that what we said? 14, Tw- I think. 13 or 14? Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's like, actually yeah. a kid. Um... So, Besky, you, you grab onto Ariadne's hand as you see her kind of jump, be, mm-hmm. getting a little more jumpy than you, you've really seen her. Um, the rest of you, um, you kind of feel something tugging at you for a second, uh, and then you kind of just, no, this is, it's just the light, light playing trick. We're in a weird place. Um, we're good. And you go a little bit further, and you start to see what look like the remains of buildings. They kind of reflect the Fae Forge Academy a little bit, in that hmm. the the buildings and the, the the plant life and everything is is like kind of merged into one. Um, though in this city that you're you're kind of walking up to, it's much more ruined and overgrown. Um, whereas the Fae Forge Academy is is well kept. You guys can go inside buildings and whatnot. Um, and Turnip, you know that you have arrived at. Vahaldrian, at least mm-hmm. the ruins of it, um, in the Starry Grove. Okay, so mm-hmm. is it a situation where, like, when we enter, is that are we trying to find a specific section within, like, a square or like a your, grove within the, the city? Your favorite hag was very haggy uh, mm-hmm. and didn't really <laughs> give you much information. Um, yeah, I'm probably used to this to some extent. Yeah, just uh, if you remember, she basically said, "Let them find what they need to find." Okay. Um, Turns so, where are we? <laughs> uh, what was it? Val pronounce Haldrian? it right. You have to pronounce it right. <laughs> Valhaldrian. Well, I mean, if I'm a, a little scamp, I'm allowed to mispronounce it. So true. Uh, Valhaldrian. I don't know. We I call it Grove of Stars is what we're looking for. Or I don't know. Whatever. Um, Grove of Stars? I... Turnip, I gotta ask, Uh, the oppressive gloom, the the ruined castle, mm -hmm. this means we're on the right track? Yo, yeah, this is exactly the best way to go. This is, this this is my home. You can roll an insight check on that, uh, Kaz. Nah, that's fine. Do you want to roll? (laughs) Nah, I believe cannot roll against guest either. That's another (laughs) (laughs) Only I think now I want to roll. (laughs) Wait, Ashrin, you said this is your home? Yeah, this is this is where my parents came from. Whoa, really? No, I'm sorry. So is this And I'm gonna like been here before? No. There's a curse here. Can oh. I all my entire town left because there's a curse that's draining I don't know, do you guys know about the Feywild? It's high emotion and high colors and <laughs> there's it's I have noticed that there's like a curse that's draining color and emotion and out of out of here. Now, when we were back at uh, Yamelda's hut, 
Astrid was becoming more colorful and she was like showing more and more of her kind of different Eladrin colors, more emotional. Has that continued as we've gone on this journey or has she become more gray again? Um, I will say no, that's... No, it's continued. Yeah, I was going to say that's up to her. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if this place is, is cursed and it's leeching out, I mean, Astrid, you look positively radiant. You've never seen so full of life before. It's almost like you're coming into your own. Do you want to sing about it? No. No, not again. I don't want to sing about it. I'd like to hear a song. I think that'd be fair. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to sing a I want song, now's the time. You know, kind of like, this is who I, I wanna, am. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Like, you know, things you want in life. and you Really, really, really want to zig a zig, uh, not die. <laughs> <laughs> Do I still feel feel a calling at all, or is it like I feel like I'm here, or is it feeling like it's bringing us somewhere else? As as you're coming in, you feel it would be kind of a mixture, I think, um, and you you take take all of this and interpret it as you will. Um, but there is something still drawing you um, because you are home, but it's not really what you would have expected. I think um, if that's if that's fair given that mm-hmm. this whole place is ruined, you actually seeing the the curse, this this shadow covering this place. And as you, as you all kind of walk further into this this city, um, it's it's enormous. Um, hmm. It's it was at one point a, a big flourishing lively city. You can see remains of this this beautiful elven architecture um, that have have trees kind of weaved mm. into it. Um, as we're walking in, I kind of want to tell them about the stories from the school where the Eladrin um, kind of left, and it used to be this beautiful place, and all the architecture sparkled, and the trees were beautiful colors, and the seasons kind of changed with what the elders, you know, were feeling, and the emotions and it was usually perpetually like very spring summerish um and as as everything changed it ta- it turned gray and the like you'll see like the leaves look like they're almost like like rotting like almost ash um and tell them about how my parents fled and they were they were from here and they were trying to find answers and they left me in the forest so that I've never been here, the forest that I came from on the material plane, um, and that we've never, I've never been here, I don't know, they've never found the answers to the curse. Hmm. And so as you all kind of walk in in here, uh, I would like you to all make a perception check. Uh, and Adelaide, you're still at disadvantage because of the darkness. I'd so, uh, I'm rolling like shit anyway, so. <laughs> 21. I'm assuming it can't get worse than that, but we'll see, okay, no. Eleven. Uh, perception, a nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty-one. Sepia sees all. Um, Sepia, um, kind of as, as you're walking around, uh, there's two things you notice. The first, you see a large toad, probably four and a half feet tall. Um, Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like perfectly round, so it's got a diameter of four and a half feet as well. Um, it's this big <laughs> thing. Its eyes... Uh, have those kind of frog slits um, though the center is red um, and it's just watching you like a happy 
like a happy red. Emotionless. <laughs> or, uh, like, like, just like red. Like red. Emotionless red. Okay, cool. Um, see, it stands <laughs> out. It stands out because there's so little color here, currently. Because even like the plants that you see, the plants are alive, but they're like gray or very dull green. Um, and and so you cool. see that just watching you. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, how far away is it? Uh, it's a, or where is it? It's probably about a hundred. You see it just kind of behind a behind one of these ruined buildings. Um, maybe a hundred feet away from you and the group. Uh, and then the other thing is you kind of start to get the sense that there's um, these paths that lead down into like a central point. Um, hmm. And then the, actually there's three things you see. The last thing you see is you see a plant move. Uh, how far away is the plant? How big is the plant? Does it have thorns? Does it have flowers? Is it glowing? Does it have a does mouth? Does it have eyes? <laughs> yeah, does it have eyes? Does, does it, it have it, does, it, does it have weapons? Is it talking? <laughs> yeah. Does it have feelings? Does it move, like, gently in the breeze? Or does it do, like, a cutting motion with, like, one of its leaves? Um, it's it going to backpack your eyes and hand us? <laughs> yes. It's a, really, it's a really subtle movement. Um... And you watch as um, it's kind of a longer sort of vine. Um, and as you look closely, it's, it seems like it's got some sort of bipedal form. Uh, and you watch as it basically its head, what could be its head, though you can't see eyes or anything like that, just kind of twists towards you slightly. <laughs> Creepy. Mm. Turn up. Do you know what that is? Oh, that is simply a vine. Vine <laughs> is what it looks like to turn up. It's a vine. Whatever. It's probably the wind pushing it or something. No big deal. Well, um, what are you guys looking at? I don't see anything. They still have vines here. Oh, yeah, My goodness. Wow. <laughs> it's a TikTok. It's also probably maybe 100 to 150 feet away. You can't judge exactly how how far away it is. Um, Jesus, you saw it that far? Goddamn. Yeah, it's not, it's very subtle. Look, we've got, uh, I think, a new friend right over here, so maybe we should go talk to them. And she starts walking off towards <laughs> the toad. What? How are you sure it's a friend? We just faced weasels that were going to kill us and eat us. Everything's not friends. But it's a toad. I doubt there's a friend here, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it, ha- it has really welcoming eyes. I trust it. <laughs> I mean, I've, a lot of things have very welcoming eyes. Um, is she okay? As you look, no. I mean, look, Sepia sometimes trusts unusual things, but it's not stared as wrong before. Remember the weird mushroom people? Sepia liked them, and they were fine. You weren't around when we got backs slapped by vines before, though. Cause under the castle. That's true. Yeah. Are the are the vines in the same direction as the toad? No, they aren't. Uh, okay, see, so we're, we're win-win. We go away from the vines, we make a new, to- a new toad friend. It's perfect. Everything's fine. This is right. This is correct. So as CP is walking over to this, this toad, is everyone coming? Or is, are you just watching her go? Um, how, what is the range on this spell? Let's see. Um, <laughs> That's how we start. <laughs> Bye. I can only use that one on myself. I'm not, I never play wizards. Never mind. Um, I will... I'm just gonna pull. I'm gonna little, pull about Ariadne. Feet distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go with just so I'm there, just in case. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah, at this point, I'm kind of... If you guys are, are scooching as a group, I'll probably, like... To scooch with you? Come on, let's do the group scooch. It looks like the electric slide a little bit. The face slide. <laughs> <laughs> Turnip, you can roll... You can roll a nature arcana check. Okay, I love this. <laughs> nature check is this toad friend. I got a six. This toad is friend. I love friend. <laughs> <laughs> Surely uh, it's not a minion of Gex or Glax. That's that's a Glax? that's a yeah. big ass toad. That's that's what you can deduce. Um, <laughs> that toad is big. Um, big toad. Hey y'all, that's Look a big that old boy. toad. Oh uh, lord, he coming. That's a big boy. What you eat, Toad? He's so big. Who's gonna lick that one? <laughs> There's plenty of Toad for us all. We can oh, all. Wow. Uh, sepia, as you get close to it, its eyes mm-hmm. go from red yeah. to to solid black, similar to when Gum was uh, saving Besky's life. Yeah, see, it's friendly. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, yes. Uh, and in your mind, you hear, "Bring me the key. I lost it." <laughs> I, I need it. Would, would you do this for me, my friend? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, do you know where it is? Is it down uh, with the paths or over by that weird plant? Or do you want to come with us? No, I shouldn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is for you to do. Um, uh, yeah. CPA, I'm, what I'm, are you talking to? I'm imagining <laughs> this is Sepia just going up and just being like, ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sepia does speak toad. Squeak, squeak, yeah. squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah, I mean, um, that's fine. We can, we can get the, what, what does it look like? Where, where is it at? Or? Find the stars. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Its eyes go back to red, and it just looks, looks at you. Its head kind of goes sideways. It, it does like the flock frog blink or toad blink, and it turns around and just like like leaps away, um, like covering like like fifteen feet at a time per per frog leap, <laughs> causing <Heart>. small earth <laughs> tremors. And, yeah. and that that Perfect. conversation, at least at least the toad side, happened in Sepia's head. Just so we're clear on that. So as this uh, giant frog uh, is is hopping away, I'm going to use this as a moment to practice the rudimentary uh, toad that Sepia taught me in like episode two. And I'm going to I'm going to rip it out afterward. Uh, um, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So uh, good news, everybody. Um, the toad was a friend. Um, and I was actually able to talk to Clax, and he says that there's a bunch of stars somewhere near here and a key, and we uh, need to get that key for him as a friendly favor. I feel like me and Ariadne just both look at each other. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heard the magic word. Um, are we like in a cave somewhere? Or, you're like, in a city. You're outside. outside, and it's a, it's the ruins of a city. Um, that's okay. the forest has kind of grown in around. So you're you're definitely what should be outside. It should be daytime, but it's dark. Uh, is the, are the skies clear? Like, are there stars visible? Uh, it's just black in the sky. Um, is that like good? That. No, no, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> the paths that converge in the center—did they converge to a point we can see? Um, 
from where you are, no, it's it's probably another mile away from where from where you are. Um, like I said, this is this is a really big city. That uh, Starry Grove turnip is it? Are we in the Starry Grove? Are we heading to the Starry Grove? Yeah, this is this is this is the Starry Grove. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You are um, both in and not in. The name, well, yes. the name of the city <laughs> and on the way. The name of the city is is the city of the Lady of the Stars. Oh, oh. city of Lady of Stars. Hmm. Well, I don't know what to do when there's no stars here. I feel kind of lost. Uh, I have my sextant out and I'm just kind of like fiddling with it, like <laughs> in the sky above me. But there's no stars, so it's worthless. I was considering casting an illusion of stars to make you feel better, but if they would just be nonsense stars, I'd probably just start to see more. I can make real stars, thank you. I can make real stars. That's such a bard move. I cannot. Man, I made stars to make you feel better. Oh god, these stars make no sense. <laughs> maybe maybe we just maybe we just go down the path and see if it leads us where we need to go. Paths normally do that. That's so true. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good idea for now. We have nothing to go by right now, so that sounds great. Turnips leading Turnip, the way. How, how big is the Starry Grove? Is it just this little area here? Is it this whole... It's uh, city-sized. <laughs> <laughs> I've never explored it all. I don't come here a lot. Not There's not as much cool little uh, 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 treats to find here, so I stay away. Um, well... I am gonna guess that that means we have to go further into the creepy dark city. I agree. Let's go. Nothing to guide us by. Yeah. Well, it guide us. So as, or as you as you walk down, Ashrin, you do start to hear something. Uh, this whisper, this song, um, kind of in, in your soul, almost. Uh, and it's quiet, and I lost it. Follow the light in the dark of night. The melody guides your way. Where magic flows, the path it goes. The melody guides the way. And you just hear that kind of refrain. Not not like the magic you've kind of felt at the Fae Forge Academy. It's not really in your ears. Um, but as you walk towards the center, it's getting louder um and turnip you that that stone that was given to you mm-hmm. you feel it start to pulse okay um did i get any sense that this was a secret thing or is this just like my own sort of like side quest or what have you um it's it's hard to say um why don't you roll an insight check, kind of thinking back over your conversation with... Uh, okay, gotcha. With Imelda. There we go. Um, insight. That is something that I used to have, and then I changed my character up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a 17. Okay, uh, so looking back, uh, as you've kind of... As Imelda has been almost your mother, um, mm-hmm. you feel like in the conversation she was putting trust in you, to kind okay. of interpret what's going on around you. Um, gotcha. So as, as we're kind of walking, at, since we've gotten to this city, Turnip has less um, been in the front leading you guys and sort of kind of, uh, I don't know if you guys have cats, but like 
what our cats do is if we're walking down the stairs, they'll be like, I'm going down the stairs, and they'll always be like a foot ahead of you. And, and so that's kind of what he's doing right now of like, oh, yeah, we're going this way. Uh, he's he, It's definitely, if any of you have been paying attention, and it's, it seems... He doesn't. He maybe lost. Maybe not leading. Maybe not A to B as much uh, as before. Even though previously he was sort of bouncing back and forth a little bit. But this, he seems a little more like, yeah, let's go look at the big frog. Yeah, we're walking towards this song. Let's do it. Uh, but at this point, I'd probably actually like push my way through uh, you guys and uh, a less. Uh, he's probably like just a, a rude teen. He's like 16 years old mentally, I guess you'd say, um, emotionally. And he kind of like pushes you out of the way, and, like digs into one of his other pockets and pulls out the aforementioned stone. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it look like? Well, you know, it has uh, it's a weird rock with some stars on it. Yeah, it's it's this kind of smooth, round, round stone. Um, there's leather wrapped around it. Um, and in the middle, there's just three stars. Um, and you actually, you, you all can see it pulsing a little bit. Hmm. As you walk towards the center, you also see this statue. It's maybe 10 feet tall. It's one of the few things that's, that's still in fairly decent condition. It's not completely overrun by, by plants. It's not crumbling. Um, it's stone. It's this, this female figure, um, that has this, this crown with three stars on it. Um, standing very elegantly, Ashrin. You recognize this as Marwyn, uh, the Queen of the Court of Stars. And as you've approached it, this song has gotten stronger and stronger. Um, and I'm just going to let the song guide me, and I'm going to literally just walk up to it and lay my hand on it. Okay, as you lay your hand on it, you feel this energy and turn up. You actually can see this all happening. Mm-hmm. Though none of you hear, hear what's about to happen, you watch as the the Eladrin like coloring on on Ashrin like glows. Um, her hair almost gets that like like anti gravity, like it's kind of floating as this magic is swirling around. Um, I love that. And and you hear this whisper in that same voice that's singing. It says, "My child, listen. The heart of the song is in danger." I think I'd see that her. Um, hair is floating and I'd give her the rock maybe okay um, so he hands you over this this rock with three stars that match that match the stars on this uh, and as this is happening you see um, it seems like there was there was once a medallion in the center of like, kind of where her, like her sternum um, and uh, it's empty looks like it would fit that rock um, but the heart of the song is in danger you can bring light back to this place and so many others, and you will finally be home. And then, and then the song continues. Uh, that voice is gone, though. Uh, you're, you're kind of the magic that you feel kind of pouring into you um, recedes a little bit. A tear kind of goes down her cheek. She remembers that voice, like somewhere deep in her soul, from when she was a baby that protected her. Um, when she was left in the forest and she'll gently reach up and set that stone in that recess Mm -hmm. um, and kind of step back probably a little bit to everybody else out of it and in her own thoughts Uh, as you place that stone um, this energy similar to when you you five would remember when you made that hummingbird medallion the very first time um, 
and this energy just kind of like shot out from it in all directions, um, kind of pulsing. Um, something very similar happens to that as you watch. It's the only light that's been shining through here as this blue light just emanates from this statue and shoots out. Uh, you watch as a few stars appear in the sky, almost like spotlights on the ground, leading a path away. Um, and at the same time as that happens, you hear a screech, um, a loud shriek. Uh, you look off in the distance and you see this figure on a horse of flames, this red silhouette um, and a branchy figure screeching out. You see sepia, you look back and you see that head that moved was a head and you watch as these vines come to life. Um, and from one of these trees basically kicks down a wall and starts moving towards you. Um, Uh-oh. And uh, you're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Thanks so much for joining us. First guest. Hey, first guest on the Faith Forge Academy. What? First you guest. You didn't warn ever. me. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah, you're the first guest. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Non-existent shoes to fill. Now they will be. But now you now there are big shoes to fill. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything before we go? Sure. Uh, I, I'm on um, one of the older uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcasts in existence. It's called uh, Greetings Adventurers. We used to be called Drunks and Dragons. We own dndpodcast.com and at dndpodcast on Twitter. Yes, we're that old. Um, uh, uh, we, I didn't realize you were on Drunks and Dragons. Yeah, what? Okay. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, we changed the name for uh, uh, many reasons. I should have explained um, that to but you. Yes. That's my bad. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we are simply an award-winning Well, podcast. we're friends on Twitter, and now I feel like, oh my gosh, I know a famous person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Faith Forge Academy. If you enjoy our content uh, and you want to support us in other ways, please share with your friends, tweet about us, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We also have a Patreon uh, that's patreon.com slash fayforgeacademy uh, if you want a little bit of extra behind the scenes stuff and you want to support us with, with your money, that means a huge amount to us for any other information to stay up to date on what we're doing as a cast um, and as individuals make sure you're following along on our twitter at fayforgeacademy um, or you can always check our website fayforgeacademy.com thanks so much for listening um I'm Steven. I'm your dungeon master. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai. And then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. 
Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart. Uh, and you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan. And you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering. And you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For additional music, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.